what is going on with everybody we are back with another episode of it's us y'all long time no see um it's been very hectic in my my life so far you know this past summer y'all um i did a lot of traveling for some of you that could see you know, like if you guys follow me on instagram it's been very hectic um, I kind of just started school yet. Yeah, Oregon does start late. I'm in my second year starting Oregon. So, woohoo for that. <laughs> um, but no, I just want to check in with y'all, man. It's been a minute since I've been on here. And, you know, this is something that is a hobby of mine that I love to do. And, you know, I actually found the time of day to kind of just get on here and just kind of, you know, collect my thoughts and kind of just let them out in a way where I can feel free. And I, if I feel like I can help others, then why not? And let it be. So, yeah, I just want to, you know, check in with y'all and, you know, I hope y'all are perceiving different things every day and learning different things every day and seeing things that are needed, uh, that need attention or that need just, you know, clarity or anything of that nature, you know? So it's crazy to say that like, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit going on right now, y'all in the world. There's a lot of shit going on right now with these hurricanes. You know, I hope, you know, if you're in Florida, you know, I hope all you guys are okay. And I hope that, you know, I was praying for Florida and everything they were going through. Uh, what you call it? Um, yeah, that, that was crazy. You know, it's a lot of things right now that, you know, religiously from my religious focus, a lot of things that the Lord is trying to tell us. And, um, I hope all you guys are saving, all you guys are continue to pray and have your faith, the strength and the wisdom, um, cause the Lord is definitely looking down on us right now and he's definitely choosing the ones that are going to survive these obstacles that he's putting in our presence and in front of us each and every single day. So just continue to get through that y'all continue to get, just continue to get through it, man. Like it's hard living every day with all this stuff surrounding our presence and, you know, trying to focus on what we want and the ambitions we are trying to conquer as the days go by and somewhat as the days get shorter in a way, um, yeah, something that's been really uh, surrounding my presence is uh, relationships, really. Relationships and um, just doing something different for my life, you know? And just kind of just, you know, you know, as you, as life goes on, as the days go on, you continue to grow, continue to learn different things each and every single day by people, by the people you meet, uh, family, you know, things of that nature. And it's crazy because it's like you learn so much, you consume so much, it gets overwhelming at times. And that's kind of my big problem right now. It just is getting very overwhelming with a lot of things that are going on in my life that pertain my attention necessarily. But at the end of the day, you know, I just have to remember that I am still young and, you know, I still got time. But in my head, it's like, yeah, we got time, but we don't really got time. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just a lot. But relationship wise, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes with me and stuff like that. And I'm not talking just a romantic relationship. I'm talking like every relationship. So romantic, friendship, situationship, bondships, all that type of stuff. It's just kind of surrounding my presence a little bit. And I don't know if it, this is going on for others, but it's definitely going around mine. And, um, I just kind of want to touch on it a little bit. I just think that my opinion on relationships, you know, it's something that can be very, very complex very complex it's a situation where you have to be truly invested in a person either on a friendship level or a romantic level you know it, it does require an investment to be with someone and to tolerate their presence and to tolerate what's around you and what the things they have to say and things like that you know I think that's how people connect and how humans connect is by comparing and having some type of similarity towards each other and with each other you know what I mean so that's what really goes on between the relationship stuff. And it's, it's crazy because what I mean that how like 
it can get overwhelming is how it could just be a lot for a lot of people. You know, sometimes people don't understand where an individual is coming from. And sometimes you got to take a step back from these people. And, you know, it's totally okay if you take a step back from these people. But, you know, people that perceive things like that, that have never been hit with that, like, I don't want to be a part of your life anymore, is like a, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a deal breaker in a way. And it's kind of like a game changer for their life in a way. If you don't know how to take um, criticism, if you don't know how to take realness or the truth, it's going to be hard for you to live in the truth. So... And it's going to be a lot difficult for you to kind of maneuver and get through life and meet people without not taking, not knowing how to take those type of things that, you know, people say or people do that are kind of in the negative. And, um, it's, it's, it's a very interesting, it's, one thing I have been doing y'all is reading, reading, reading. And I've, I've kind of mentioned this before in some other episodes, um, reading, you know, I think when you consume more knowledge, consume more wisdom, you know, your mind grows and it grows and grows and grows and it just becomes a lot more wise and helps you understand your why and your what, you know, it's something I always talk about and I always mention. And, um, recently I'm reading the fifth agreement. Um, it's a, the, it's one of those Toltec wisdom books. I can't remember the author, but it's the fifth agreement. I read the fourth agreement. The fourth agreement is kind of a very popular book. A lot of people have read the book. It's definitely a life changing game. Like it changes your life in ways that like, I think it changes your life in the way you perceive it to change your life, if that makes sense. So I think when you read the book, it definitely helps you like understand greatness understand society understand what's going around you how we perceive things why you perceive them in the world why we see things how we see them and how we maneuver through humanity and society at the same time and you know those are thoughts that people don't really think of but I think as part of the one percent of the world and part of uh, being a wise individual in this world you know the things I consume it just makes my eyes a lot more bigger than you know what they really are and you know, I think reading does that. I think reading does that. And, you know, for me, it's doing that. And it's definitely helping my personal relationships with people. It's helping my romantic relationships with people. And it's definitely helping, like, my friendships with people. Um, understanding, I think that when you have to, um, when you start to understand society and humanity together, I think it gives you a glimpse of, okay, this is how I'm going to, like, decipher, like, real life and people. Because, I mean, I'm a person that lives in the truth. So I think it does definitely help you understand why people do what they do. And it's not you. It's not you. Like when someone's being negative towards you and telling you a bunch of shit that you don't want to hear, it's not really because of you. That's their opinion on you. It's something that is natural. It's a it's a judgment that we are all, we are all do today. You know, and I read something and it said that, you know, no one is perfect. You know, every, you know, it's crazy because society today, you know, we proceed to find perfect individuals, perfect mans, perfect women, everything of that nature. Like it takes us a minute to to understand, like people are not perfect and that's OK. And I read that, you know, we think people are perfect, but we've never met a perfect person. That's why it's OK for us to say there's nobody perfect in the world. We've never met a perfect individual. That's why it's okay for us to say, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. Like, you need to understand that, like, da-da-da-da, you know, this, that, and third. It's because we never met a perfect person. If we met perfect people in the world, people would not be saying those type of things. So 
it's definitely something that you have to think about. It's definitely something to kind of get, it's actually not get interested in, but it's definitely interesting to see like, you know, and understand like the difference between understanding people and understanding that the things people say is what they consume and believe. And it's not because of you. It's because of what they've been through, their experiences, what they've witnessed in their life. It's not personal. It's definitely not personal. So, and that's another thing is everyone takes everything so personal. You know, that's one thing I read in the fourth agreement, the fifth agreement, whatever, is that we take things personal. And it says to not take things personal because when you take things personal, you're consuming energy and consuming things that people are feeding into your soul. They're feeding things that don't rely or don't, um, don't resonate with you. But the fact that they're telling you that and they're feeding you that is why you believe that you're not great. Why you believe you're ugly. Why you believe you're fat is because people are telling you these things. It's not because you actually are. I mean, cause when you look at your, when you look at yourself every day, do you look at the fatness you have? Like, do you look at the things that people say about you or do you just look at you as the person you are? You're, you know, you know, God made you great. You know, you can see, you can breathe. You're blessed. Right. So in your eyes, you're a perfect person in your eyes. Right. But when other people consume you, it's like when other people consume you and other people like talk to you, they feed these things in your head. And that's why people believe what they want to believe because there's other individuals that have a lower self-esteem and that like to bring other people's self-esteem down to their degree because they're not happy with their life. So that is something I've learned. So like I've learned and it's crazy because a lot of people don't realize that. Like they don't realize the fact that when people are trying to feed you negative energy and negative things to your soul, it's because they're going through something. It's not because of you. It's literally because of them. Like they're trying to figure out their life and they don't like things about their life. So the way they kind of maneuver through it and get through it is by telling others about themselves. Literally. Like think about it. Like it's judgmental. It's opinionated. It's not even what you really are. You know, someone could tell me I'm fat. I'm ugly. I got no this. I got no that. But it's like, it's like, do I really? Or you're just saying that because either you don't have it or it's either you don't have it or you just hating or you just are miserable with your life it's literally one of those one of the three things and you have to understand sometimes that like you know not everyone's gonna like you and that's okay and not everyone's gonna like you for either what you do how you do it or why you do it and that's how opinions get formed and judgments and things like that and it creates a little bit of conflict depending on the individual you're talking to or about you know things like that but that's definitely something I've read in in the book, you know, like don't take things personally, y'all. Like, you know, things, sorry, excuse me. Um, there's a lot of things in life that, you know, we take very personal and, you know, it's definitely easier said than done. Um, not taking things personal, but you have to do, you have to take initiative and understand that people and people and humans and society is all connected into one. So is it very overwhelming to kind of see the, little pinpoints and the little things that, you know, make life life into real life and reality and not just the way we, um, see life, but the way we perceive life, if you will. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a complex thing, but I definitely recommend if y'all into reading and stuff and trying to change your life and trying to change your habits and change initiative in your life and trying to do better, uh, definitely read that book. I would definitely recommend it. You could get it anywhere, basically Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, things like that. Um, yeah, something I perceive and I've learned so far, um, 
one thing, um, one thing that I've like been taught in college of that I could say that I've learned so far in college is definitely do not take things personal. Don't take things personal and do what you want to do. <laughs> do what you want to do. Do what you're desired to do. Do what your soul tells you to do. Your instinct, your intuition. Um, do it. And who cares what people say? <laughs> Just do it. Because if that's going to bring you fulfillment and bring you happiness and joy, uh, why not? So that's something I've learned so far, you know, being away and stuff. And it definitely shows you a lot of opportunity that's out there, you know, meeting different people, going to different places, understanding that what's in front of you is not all that's in front of you. You know what I mean? So if you're a type of person that's kind of enclosed and kind of isolated in the world, you know, I'm here to tell you there's a lot more for you to see out there and there's a lot more for you to engage with and consume and and just be uplifted by because one thing can change your life and you know a lot lot not many things happen overnight and I'm talking materialistic things you know when it's, when we talk money you know um sometimes money doesn't come overnight sometimes it does for people but it depends on exactly what it is but what I'm trying to get at is that you know sometimes it does take that one thing for your life to change and sometimes it doesn't have to be money. You know, God can bless you with many different things. It don't got to be just money. Money is materialistic. It can be, it can be, if you, if you ain't never even been to like the beach, if you ain't never been to the wilderness, you ain't never been to a new state, a new city. You know, it takes like those little things for people to be like, wow, there's more out here in the world. Like maybe I should change my life a little. Maybe I should change initiative and maybe try to get out there and try to see what I really like and seek my purpose. Cause that's what life is about. We are seeking Something I learned in class this past week um, in my theater class, you know, he was talking, he was talking real stuff, y'all. Like he was, we were talking about a little bit about religion a little bit and religion and how it connects to theater and arts. And he was saying that basically like theater is, is a fantasy, but it's the truth at the same time. Because the way they create it, they create it and do it so much. It's crazy because I think about like TV shows and, and movies and stuff like that. And I think about, like, you know, the movies we watch, right, and the TV shows we watch. Sometimes we believe that that stuff is so real. Like, like I could say, like, war movies, like, military movies. Like, a lot of the stuff, like, we think it's so real. Or, like, political movies, we think it's so real, right? And we, we're like, oh, is that how they really do it in the military? That's how people really die? Or, like, in, like, the White House, that, well, that's how it really looks in the White House. This is what they really do to people and stuff like that. Like, sometimes it's not. Literally, like, we can be totally wrong. And, like, I think the demographics of it a little bit maybe the logistics of it it can be true based off research and evidence but you know what I'm trying to get at is that theater is an art so whatever theater provides to the people it's it's an artistic thing and it's a fantasy thing but it's crazy that when we believe it they make it real to the point where we believe that's the truth but that possibly you know mythologically that's not the truth but we're perceiving that that's the truth because they're made it so real and they made it a reality. And when I mean made a reality, like they made a movie about it, you know, or they performed it, um, things like that. So it's crazy how we perceive things like that. And mythologically, it's not what we're perceiving. It's what we're believing, but that's not the truth, if you will. So that was something that really interested me in my class this past week. Cause I was like, that's real stuff. Like the things we perceive is not always the truth, but we believe it's the truth because we've been, people drag on this lie for such a long time and we believe it. We, we actually believe it. And that's probably not even the truth mythologically and 
that's what we believe though because we've seen it so many times people do it all the time but that doesn't mean that's the truth and that doesn't mean that you have to believe that truth if you will and that kind of just opened my eyes a little bit just to understand like you know the things that we see the things that we hear um taste see smell whatever it's um our five senses it's definitely something that like it's interesting because you don't know we don't know and we're living life every single day not knowing what's gonna happen next you know, and we're all trying to find out what's going to happen. That's why we're here. We're here to find out what's going to happen next in our life. What's What does life have in store for us? Like, really understanding and seeing what life is about. How does life go? Are we even doing this whole life thing right? Like, is it all a scam? Like, you know, all those mythological conspiracies and questions that we all have, you know. We're, we're seeking every day, waking up every day, believing in some and worshiping some God that could or could not be real you know what I mean I'm not saying God's not real but I'm just saying that there's these like mythological theories that you know maybe it's something that we all believe in and maybe it's not even real you know but this is something that keeps us sane as people and keeps us keeps us going as people you know is that we believe and worship somebody that was here 1800 BC and did these things and now there's a book about it and we go about it you know what I mean and you got to think about those things like is that we push we're, we perceive these things like and it's crazy because we believe it, you know, everything you do, you see or whatever, you know, you could believe it if it's in front of you. Right. So these things are proven things. These things are things that like people make, like it comes to life. And that's what, that's what life is about is why we're trying to figure out what are the lies? What are the truths? What is this myth? What are we living in? And we don't really know. We're just kind of just living it, trying to find it, find our purpose, find out our wills and, and see where this whole life thing takes us and, understanding why we go through the things we go through and why we don't go through what we go through you know what I mean it's kind of just it's, it's very controversial topic and I'm kind of getting a little mythological a little bit but it's definitely what's a part of life it's definitely what's been surrounding my presence and if not yours then it's been surrounding mine and I'm just kind of open your eyes a little bit and trying to help you understand like you know everything we perceive in life is crazy it really is crazy and and we have to sit here and understand it and stress on it and be confused about it and angry and and grieve and and all this stuff like it's really it's crazy it is crazy and you know life is nothing but a dream and I know many of you have heard that that typical cliche but it's very true it really is a dream everything we perceive is a dream every I don't think what other people are thinking something I've learned is that you know we're actually dreaming every single day and we don't realize that and I know I'm getting mythological and conspiracy a little bit, but hear me out. We are dreaming every day. We don't consume the same things everyone else is consuming. When we dream at night, we're asleep. When we actually, when we actually dream, right? You, when you have a dream or whatever. And you know what's funny is that that dream feels so real sometimes. Because I know everyone has had a dream where it feels real. Like they were really there in that moment. You know what I mean? Like it feels so real. You wake up and you're like, what the heck? Like. You know, there's times where, like, I've had scary dreams or traumatic dreams and, like, I'm waking up sweating. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it feels so real that you believe it, you're consuming it, you think it's real, but it's not. So just think about that. Like, every day we're dreaming. You know, every day we do different things. We're thinking about different things. We're perceiving different things. It's all a dream in our head. We're creating this reality, this virtual reality in our head. It's a virtual reality that we are creating in our heads. Everyone is walking around with the virtual reality, but that's not our reality. You know what I mean? Like 
our virtual our virtual reality is what we perceive from nature what we perceive from people especially from like society we're perceiving these things and we're creating this dream in our head to believe that that's the truth and that's not the truth it's it's our virtual reality that believes that's the truth but that's not reality reality is what life provides us naturally love time and death you know, I've kind of gone, gone over. That's the collateral beauty is love, time, and death. That's what is reality. You know, our virtual reality is something that we just go by. But it's ba- it's not what we go by. It's what we see, what we witness, what we experience. That is our virtual reality, what people tell us. That is something that we are creating in our head. All this wisdom and all these conspiracies and myths, all these things that we, it, it just kind of like... You know, when you think about something for so long and you drag it on, you're like, you make your head hurt, you get overwhelmed. Because I do that sometimes, too, because I'm like, how is this this? How is that that? Like, how are the things that are in the world today created? Like, certain numbers, like, how are, like, numbers and words created? Like, why are they called the way they call? When you think of a tree, you know, it's has a it's it has a solid foundation, right? It has roots. It has a trunk. It has green and and bushy leaves at the top. You can picture that virtual reality, that virtual picture in your head. That's what I'm trying to get at is that this virtual reality, like, it's crazy. We can think about these things. And, like, I know I'm getting deep, but it's, like, it's crazy, y'all. Like, when we think of things, we know what they are because we perceive these virtual things in our head that that's what it is. But it's, like, how, how does our brain, like, work? Like, how does it function like that? Like, that's what I'm trying to get at. It's, like, how does that happen? Like, why is a tree called a tree? Like, why can it be called something else? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But I don't know. It's just something to think about. And, you know, my head, it goes it goes very a long way sometimes. And, you know, it's not because I just want it to. You know, it's definitely on what I perceive, what I read about. And it definitely makes a lot of sense to me. And it makes a lot of sense to understand, like, why understanding and consuming things and and understanding nature and life and society and humanity and things like that is important it's very important because it's just like it just makes you think about like you know why you're here and why we do the things we do and why how do we do them and you know things like that so it's definitely just something just to think about but I don't know I'm just talking because that's just it's very interesting to me it's just kind of intriguing just to understand those little uh, linguistics and characteristics behind uh, life itself and relationships too you know relationships too you know all that stuff is we don't even know if that's I don't even want to say real, but we know that we're doing something. But it's, I, I think with relationships, what it really is, is that it's a connectable thing. Like, when you're able to resonate with someone, you're able to, like, feel people in a sense. Like, you understand where they're coming from. So you can understand, like, you know, certain things. You know, not everyone understands everybody, like, to the full potential. That's that's the truth. Nobody really understands a person like that everybody just understands what they can relate to but deep down nobody understands the pain you're going through the trauma you're going through the stress the grief the weariness nobody truly understands what you're really really going through you know what I mean we only we only understand what others go through based off our experiences what we have witnessed and you know the things we felt the emotion that I think with humans we have a very great emotional connection and that's called sympathy and empathy, feeling for others and understanding others. You know what I mean? There's those are two different things. And that's why sympathy and empathy, I, I live off of greatly every day because 
those are two big things that not many people have and not many people can understand. And it's like, it sucks because sometimes I wish everyone in the world had sympathy and empathy, but sometimes it does have its controversy and its conflict where sometimes you always can't be sympathetic for everybody, you know, based off what they tell you or what they go through or what you see or what you've experienced or witnessed with that person. You know, not everybody deserves certain things. Not everybody deserves the empathy. Not everybody deserves the sympathy. But, you know, when you have a great heart and you believe in God and, you know, you have your faith and, you know, you just live in the truth. Your instinct is going to tell you what that person needs more than the other. Or, or, or are they going to need both? Are they going to need the sympathy? Are they going to need the empathy? Or do this does this person need both? Are they sincerely, sincerely like, making you feel a certain way? You know, that's intu- intuitive. It's your instinct that's telling you that. And that's crazy because, you know, the way we feel for people is crazy. And that's why relationships is something that's a big thing is that relationships, they, it's an emotional thing. So it's an emotional connection. And I think it has to do with a lot of sympathetic and empathetic, uh, characteristics. And sometimes they, those two things can collide because like what this person is telling you and what you're telling that person is like, okay. And then when a conflict happens and you guys get an argument or something, it's like, all right, does this person need empathy or they need sympathy? Do I need to feel for them or do do I need to hear them? You know what I mean? Like, it's those two things that are, like, conflicting. And then what another big part that plays into it is, you know, your mind and your heart. That those That's the toughest battle you're ever going to go through is your mind and your heart. The toughest battle, I guarantee you. And I know everybody can relate to this. Because your mind is telling you one thing, but your heart is telling you another. Or your heart is telling you to do this. And your, your mind is telling you not to do this, or you need to do this and your heart wants to do this, but your mind needs to do this. Like it can be, or vice versa, you know, it's, it's tough. It's very tough because you don't know where your, your, um, where kind of your sanity lies as a person. And you know, the, I think the, um, equivalence to that is just trusting your instinct. That's where it really comes down to. If you can't know the both or decipher the both or understand it, it just comes down to do what your intuitive tells you, which is your instinct. Do what that tells you. So don't even listen to your heart or your mind because your heart is full of emotion. And your mind tells, the mind tells the what the body to do. Our mind is, our brain is like the biggest thing, you know? I know a lot of people know about, I'm not really into the medical field, but I know the mind is very a very controlling thing and the mind is very important because the mind is what controls us to do what we do every day. And our mind is what perceives our virtual realities and our reality and the truth and the lies. So, you know what I mean? Like it's different because your the emotional part of your body is your heart. You know, that's more uh sympathy, I guess you would say. And you actually feel, you know, you feel for this person. You feel that you love them. You feel that you don't like them. You feel this. You feel that. It's your heart that's controlling it. And your mind is saying, I don't know. Do I really love them or do I not love them? Am I just saying that? Like, you don't you don't understand. That's why I think the confliction between the two is hard to understand. It really is. But, you know, it really comes down to just trusting your instinct, trusting what you want to do, how you want to do it, and why you're doing it. You know what I mean? And, um. It's very interesting. It's just like, I don't know, y'all. It's just the collateral beauty within life itself and perceiving things, understanding how this whole life shit it works. It's very interesting. And um, I just, you know, I just hope and pray that everybody understands um, a little bit where I'm coming from with the 
perceiving part and just understanding that we can't take everything personally, you know what I mean? In any type of relationship, um, in any type of anything, you know, just don't take things personally at all. Cause <clears throat> at the end of the day, you know, you're only, you're only hurting yourself. You're only hurting yourself on what you want to believe. And it's our choice to believe what we want to believe. But that doesn't, that doesn't have to mean that that's the truth. That that doesn't have to mean that. It just means that that's something that you're perce perceiving. But if you want to go and believe that, believe it. I mean, if there's enough evidence for it, then go right for it. Believe it. You know what I mean? If there's a lot of, you know, evidence and research out there, then okay. But I think a lot of things we live in is definitely a lie. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I know a lot of the stuff that we feel, that's the truth. I think emotions, I think our obviously our heart doesn't lie to us. I think our intuitive doesn't lie to us. You know, I, sometimes, you know, when you have that feeling like, I was right. I was right. See, I knew it. Like, that was your intuitive. That was your intuition telling you. And you knew that that was the truth. That's the truth. Is what your body, what the universe is telling you. What your soul is, is like the energy fields. Like, I don't want to get spiritual, but like the spirituality between the stuff is like, that's the truth. That's the truth that we live in. You know what I mean? That's like nature and humanity and things like that. I think society is what overrules and overcomes the truth. And that's why we believe the lie so easily because society and people and everybody else is doing it. Well, why can't we do it? Right. That's, that's exactly what it is. But, um, I don't know, yo. I don't know. I mean, y'all can tell me I'm wrong. Y'all can tell me I'm right. I don't know. But this is something I'm just perceiving. It's something I just kind of wanted to talk about a little bit on here and kind of talk about the relationships and perceiving life and perceiving things that don't necessarily make sense. But to understand, to not take these type of things personally and just try to understand. You know what I mean? Don't, instead of you getting mad at a, pers mad at a person and, and not understanding why they, they didn't hear you out or listen, you know, Instead of you getting mad about what someone didn't do, try to teach them in a way, you know, instead of you being mad all the time and not understanding them, you know, try to understand on your part, ask questions. That's another big thing is ask questions, ask questions that you don't know the answers to. Um, and just, you know, sometimes just, just teach a person. Sometimes you don't have to always be mad at a person or not understand somebody or anything like that. You know, just be willing to just teach and help in any way you possibly can. Cause I guarantee you it, that that will benefit a person and yourself a lot more than you always being mad and being mad at the world and mad at your own life because nobody understands you, nobody's hearing you and things like that. You know, it, 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 it it's a very complex topic. This is a very complex topic. I'm not gonna lie. Very complex topic, but y'all kind of get the idea of where I'm kind of coming from a little bit, right? I hope so. But, um, I'm going to get off today, y'all. I'm going to I'm gonna get out of y'all hairs today. I hopefully, hopefully this was very intriguing to some of y'all. And hopefully whoever made it to this far, you know, thank you for listening. I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. Um, but y'all already know what it is, man. It's us out here. It's always going to be us forever and ever. And hopefully, you know, I continue to be a little more consistent with these podcasts and these episodes. Because I know a lot of people and a lot of you guys kind of take great information out of these things. And I cannot thank you enough. But um, due to time and due to busyness and college life and all this stuff, it's hard. But, um, you know, I miss y'all and I will try to do this a lot more, you know, as, you know, as time goes by. But thank you all for listening. I appreciate whoever listened this far and continue to keep going, keep striving, keep believing, um, keep doing what you want to do and strive for your greatness, man. It's always going to be us out here.